Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is May 25th. Andy, how are you doing? I'm doing, uh, I'm doing well. Life on the road. I'm uh, moving across the country. I'm uh, currently in rural uh, Nebraska, remote Nebraska. Uh, wonderful town of Mullen. May have heard of it before, but, you know, just uh, living the dream. Oh, what's in Mullen? Some good golf courses in Mullen. Um. Hey, so so Fitzy just tanked it on Sunday, and you decided to get the hell out of Dodge. Didn't want to be for the the morose, moribund start of the week in Chicago Lind area. You had to just flee the area and, and get out of right. the road, head to Nebraska, get, get out of Dodge. Kind I of, love uh, it. I love it. It was a somber, uh, we are, somber scene leaving Chicago on on that Monday. That that bit, I don't know when it will it end. Never will. Uh, it may never end. We'll just keep doing it forever and ever. And if you guys get stale, you're just gonna have to grin and bear it. Um, all right, we have a full week of golf. There's another major. It's appliance uh, supported by an appliance. My, friends of ours, my uh, friends. At KitchenAid, or friends my of friends. yours, I should say. My you were corrupted. KitchenAid. Did the stand mixer make it? The stand up mixer championship that you were corrupted at bought off. With favorable coverage, you gave it event of the week last year because you were walking out with big boxes under your arms. Uh, did that make it in the move? Did that leave it at the parents? Yeah, yeah it did. It made it. It, uh, I, you know, it made it. But I, um, I did ask. I go, "This is coming with, right?" And, and my wife was like, "Yeah, of course, in it's coming pod? with." So it, it wasn't like a defective. It got it in the pot. Like in my mind, I wasn't sure if it was going to make it. And she, you know, was resounding yes on it. So it made it. I, I you know, I have to say it's not going to be event of the week this week. Oh, you need a dishwasher or an oven or some sort of refrigerator to, to, for that to, to happen Listen, again? You this need is to, a, to sweeten the pot. They need further? to know that, you know, every year I need I need a new appliance for, the, for that event of the week this week. So, you know, even though... <laughs> Oh my God. Hey, you know, like <laughs> you're just for sale right here. Like our politicians, you're just putting yeah, up a for sale I sign. Am, right I am now. putting up a for sale sign. Okay. I like, I like the stuff that KitchenAid's got, right. but you know, it needs, you know, need, oh, need that, need that, uh, that bag dropped off every year. So it's, it's not event of the week. NCAA <laughs> women's is event of the week. Okay, and men's going on. I, I just make it uh, men's and women's. Well, for the week, yeah, you can kind of, kind of do the, you know, hey, if we get through this, well, we're, this is professional work because you're on a delay in that shitty Nebraska oh, Wi-Fi. On. This is what the TV they didn't people, have Wi-Fi here. You know, battle through, of, of course. Our st- I'm not. Uh, it's not a commentary on Nebraska or Mullen or wherever you may be specifically. I'm just saying, you know, this is uh 
this is a grind here with our delay. This is what the professional TV people work through, and we are not professional really in any. Seems capacity. like this needs to be a so, short episode. Uh, let's get into it. Let's get. <laughs> I got a lot of I got a lot of good stuff to throw your way. Uh, let's get into our schedule for the week. We start with uh, well, let's start with the Chuck Schwab Challenge, otherwise known as Colonial. Formerly the Dean and DeLuca Invitational, uh, you know, the Crown Plaza Colonial Invitational, the Texas Classic or whatever the hell it was, Fort Worth Classic, all sorts of stuff. It's been through the rainer over the last decade, but now it's the Charles Schwab Challenge, not to be confused with the Chuck Schwab Cup. The purse is $8.4 million. Uh, the defending champion, as you may have heard, is Jason Kokrak. Uh, he has his own hospitality area at Colonial. It's called Kokrak's Ultra Athletic Club. I don't know what that means. Assumably, there's a Mick Ultra tie in there. Um, it's just, I don't know. When you think athletic, I don't know that Jason is the first person that comes to mind. Um, apparently, someone told me he had the golf Saudi stuff removed from his bag and wow. shirt. And hasn't been there for Interesting. a few I don't know if that means. Do you think anything. he's? Uh, yeah. Do you think he's run afoul with the golf Saudi people? Do you think he's deciding to stay? Stay. He wanted to get back to his, his northeast Ohio roots. <clears throat> yeah, maybe that could be. Could be the Cavs are on the you know on the ascension uh, on the ascent here as a franchise. Maybe he wants to stick around, put down roots. We'll see. Notables at Colonial: Abe Answer, Stu Sink, Tony Finau. Billy Horschel, Victor Hovland, Colin Morikawa, Patrick Reed, Scotty Scheffler, and Jordan Speed. I mean, it's a really good field for the week after a major. Yeah, like Heritage, well, kind of. And a lot know? of a lot of tour players live in Dallas. Like this is a easy home game. That's and I think like I think this is one of the things that you see good fields week before, week after majors usually, except except for the Texas Open. Um, but you know, and then you got Memorial next week too. So you kind of got like a murder's row and before you know it, that is the U S open. It's, it's a nuts stretch of the schedule right now. Just in general golf right now is crazy between, you know, NCAAs, you got the senior, you got the stand up mixer, you got this, you got U S women's open next week, which we'll, we'll talk about a little bit this week. Um, I mean, it is a, uh, it's a packed jammed. Uh, jam-packed, not pack-jammed, jam-packed stretch of the schedule. And uh, it, I don't know. You know, I think one of the things to watch this week is this is a, this is a house cat index week. Jordan Spieth, this is a... What does that mean? You could see a Spieth win this week, and, and it, it would just be peak. I, what, if he, what if the Spieth slam becomes he wins the week after every major? We only tartans, only plaid coats between this heritage and colonial. He's going for the 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 tartan twosome or whatever the hell you want to call that. Uh, yeah, that Paulie's picks on the friedegg.com website. He fancies Jordan Speed, favorite heavily form history. Uh, I know we're a gambling podcast, so we got to get you these details, but it does feel like the guys who, who know what they're talking about think this is right for are Spieth, you taking Speed? So. Sure. I don't even know if I've used him already. I guess I'll take speed this week. I could, I could, I could have used him. I don't know. I'll take him. I'm going to take, take a, a guy that hasn't removed his golf Saudi gear. 
Former uh, champion. He he won the challenger. Little Kevin Nah, you know, keeps bunts the ball around. Little Kevin. Putts makes some putts. I think that's a good uh fit out here. He's uh he keeps the ball in play. It's a great He's kind of like uh you know, good leadoff hitter, right? Yep. Little little uh that's a great little Kevin, as you call him. That's a good pick. Uh he's definitely definitely ripe for the score. I uh what's fascinating to me, you did your your sort of um like what was it? Byron Nelson, you said this is the last normal week on tour. What's crazy is what's happening right now with these guys playing in featured groups and promotion, while also apparently Liv is cutting promos right now. Uh, I've been sworn to secrecy with some of the names, but um, many of them are in this field. None of them are, you know, you know the, the, the stars you put on the banner. Um, Dick Bland. But Dick Bland. Amusing. <laughs> But I mean, Kevin Nas reportedly, you know, you know, golf Saudi, he's pretty signaled his, his intentions, but like they're doing promos for this live London event. There's one when it comes out and maybe I'll, I'll get permission to share it. It's like going for the last name, friends and family of the guy you actually wanted was pretty amusing. Anyways. Um, all right. Featured groups are Horschel, Burns, Gooch, JT. Scheffler, Kokrak, JT staying in the field. Are you surprised by no. that at all? No, this matter? is uh he's okay. you know, this is the a chance to be the people's champ here for JT, you know? He's not letting down the fine people of Fort Worth. He's coming out. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe he'll be he'll be the next challenger, you know, from Chuck Schwab. So you never know. You know, he's he uh with JT, I mean I I like that he's staying in. Stay hot. He plays. He does play a decent amount. I feel like you know, for a, for a high profile player, yeah. I don't have any yeah. numbers to back that up. I feel like he hasn't gone down to like the pure tiger <laughs> schedule yet, which I'm sure is coming. You know, with his uh, with no. a, with his friendship of tiger. I don't know if you heard that they spend a lot of time together, but um, you know, speaking of that, I think the you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens this week. He hasn't missed a cut in forever, and typically, you know, hey. You know who stayed in the field last year too was Phil. Remember him out out last year, oh, batting yeah. around, missed the yeah. cut. I Completely. mean, he barely. Yeah, I mean, he kind of stayed in, but he kind of didn't. You know, he yeah. showed up, but you know, the wine was still flowing from Kiowa, and I don't think he really competed. So this will be. Uh, it'll be. It, this will be a week that tests JT's uh, consistency. I think that's one of the most impressive things about his evolution and. When you think about JT, uh, I've been thinking, I've been driving a lot of it, had a lot of time to think. And one of the things that impresses me the most about JT, his evolution as a player, he won a ton and he may never win as much as he won in 2017 when he won five times in the year, I believe. And I'm sorry, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Um, he, he had a great year yep. that year. And I don't know if he'll ever win five times. But what I find most impressive is how consistent he is now. It's no miscuts in a year. He's always been a player that's kind of been run hot and cold. And you haven't had any of those like letdown weeks where he just didn't show up um, in, in a long time. 
His his cold is now yeah. higher. The his floor fl- is higher. His cold is is a made cut. And and when you talk, uh, when you hear any great player, whether it's a basketball player, whether it's a baseball player, whether it's a, a football player, one of the things great players are always trying to do is become more consistent. Tiger, when he talked about golf, always was talking about doing things to make him more consistent. Because if you raise that floor, you're just around tournaments. And, and a perfect example is that PGA. He just was there. He was a he he was in position to make something happen. And it wasn't necessarily his best Saturday, but by being in the mix, he made it happen. And and that's the thing with consistency. You have to be around to have high finishes. And 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 uh and just in general, like you can have these like kind of the same thing with the players last year. You know, he made the cut barely, but he made the cut. And that gave him the opportunity to win the tournament. Yeah, I'd say that's that's like a real... Uh, Roberto Castro had a, a good... T- Roberto Castro, smart guy. It was a good tweet about sort of like golf media is hilarious. Like one little Mito Pereira revolution difference. And like... JT seventy. All of a sudden, JT is now a generational player based off like one little turn of the ball. And I guess like my only thing would be to that. Like we, I, I, my rebuttal to that. It's it's a good point um, about how we can overreact. But my rebuttal is like basically what you just said is that JT. We call him generational because he's always he's he's there. He he's he's wins a lot and he puts himself in position to kind of benefit from that revolution that comes short those kind of situations and just starting to do that more and more and just being there kind of gets you into that generational talent now that it's you know and sometimes now it's two wins now it's two majors maybe it, you know he gets those breaks at a faster rate but being there is kind of the big thing with jt anyways he's the marquee group uh this week i i don't know i could see him winning that that's the other takeaway is like he's got the shots and all that but he does seem like a psycho competitor. Like he's, he's, and he's been like that really since Alabama. Like he is like, it really burns his ass when he doesn't play well or doesn't win um, yeah. when he's around. Like he is, he does have, a I think his psycho. antics are a little annoying. Like, I don't think he's very good at the antics with like the putter. Like yeah. if you go back to the Ryder cup with the putter stuff and, but one of the things like he rubs people the wrong way that have to play against him like compete you know like he those europeans at the Ryder cup were fucking annoyed with him like he was in their head and i think the same thing happened yep. at the president's cup like he was kind of like he was an agitator and you think about you know with the nba playoffs going on like it's kind of like a pj tucker <coughs> you know where everybody you love pj tucker yeah with, with talent. talent you love pj it goes back to like joe kim noah when he was a bull like I didn't really like him at Florida, but then he was a bull and you know, the years where he was really a great, like one of the best centers of the league, like, God, I love Joe Kim Noah, but so many people hated him, you know? And, uh, and I think that's, that's a, a good quality it, it, that psycho, you have to have that competitive nature. I think one of the things with that, that competitive nature with JT bodes well, for him to play well into his thirties. Um, because I think that's the time where people can get kind of complacent and, and yep. that's where we see people fall off with, with, 
what's going on and all the money in golf is you have to be that psycho competitor for your, your career at this point to age gracefully. Yep. And I would say, um, I'm sure the money is nice and it means something to him and he's, he likes his life, but I think relative to some of the other top stars and contemporaries, it means less. And I think we see that with his lack of interest in the Saudi thing. Um, and really just wanting to like pile up wins on the PGA tour. Uh, like he lives in Jupiter, it has the finer things, all that. Um, I don't know. Bone said that after the, after the win, he's like, you know, he just wants to win. He doesn't care about Ferraris. He doesn't care about this, that like, I, I do think the money is not as important to JT. All right. That's enough. Um, other featured groups, whatever, Billy Ho, Burns, Gooch, Billy Ho is going to be twirling about Morikawa, Webb, Patrick Reed. Uh, on Friday, you have Spieth, Homa, Berger, Zalatoris, Rose, Kisner, Hovland, Mito, and Hoagie. Tom Hoagie getting the call up to uh, to uh, featured groups alongside Mito and Hovland. Uh, all right, so that's it for Colonial. I'll just note, we, we kind of dogged them downgrading to a belt buckle from vehicles and things like that. But there is a 1979 Firebird oh. going to the winner this, this year. So Where's, we'll talk more about this, that, I'm sure, What's on this Monday, car so. stuff? I just yeah. don't get it. I don't get getting a jacket, a trophy, and a belt buckle, and a car. Like, what? what is and going on? What? <laughs> like, is it just every year? Can we expand what we get? Like, can we get a... Uh, maybe next year, maybe you know next year will be it? one of your bespoke They're... head covers, too. <laughs> They're doing it. You know what? Chuck Schwab, thirst bucket of the week. They're doing it for the social uh, hoopla and all the shares. They're just adding perks so they can make a social media video about the butt bu belt buckle. And people go, ooh and ah for that. And then the car, the thirst bucket of the week, Chuck Schwab challenge. They're just adding coats, trophies, cars, belt buckles. That's all right. That's thirst bucket of the week. Okay. Uh, moving on in our schedule for the week. Uh, on the senior tour, major week, oh. we go from major to major. Uh, this is the uh, this is the KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship at Harbor Shores Resort in Benton Harbor, Michigan. The purse is three point two five million. The defending champ, of course, is the uh, German Alex Cheka. We got more a lot of anecdotes about Cheka being cheap. Someone said they played like a Q school with him in, in Phoenix and he didn't have a car. He didn't even rent a car, uh, or Scottsdale, whatever it was. And they're like, can I get a ride? And they took him for a ride. And he, they went like 20 minutes away from the course to a Howard Johnson. And uh, like, it was a really dangerous area. And they're like, Alex, like, I don't know if you should be staying here. It doesn't look real safe. He goes, oh, it's only like 50 bucks a night. I got to stay here. And so anyways, we're getting a lot of Cheka anecdotes. Other notables. Steven Alker, Cheka, Els, Flesh, Goosen, Harrington, The Mechanic, Lonner, uh, Vijay Singh, and Steve Stricker is still a notable, but he has WD testing positive for COVID. So he's out at Benton Shores. This is, Benton you know, Shores, Harbor Shores. Afternoon Watch on Golf Channel. Harbor Shores, Benton Harbor, whatever Jack, it is. It's a big Jack Nicholas course. One, catnip call of the week. You know, whenever the. Whenever a tournament goes to Benton, Benton Harbor and Harbor Shores, you're going to see that that Jack Nicholas 120 foot putt aired. 
You know, he made the crazy putt. Oh, is that where that yeah, happened? It'll it'll be aired this okay. week. It's not, you know, it probably will, has lost a little bit of pop. You know, it, Jack's got to be careful, too, with what gets shared around. He's in a lawsuit uh-huh. with his own company. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, the... Uh, that that'll be that'll be shared this week. They'll, keep an eye out for that putt. I love that. We got a catnip call of the week and a thirst bucket of the week. I love it. Bring getting back to our roots here. I love. I didn't know that was Ben Harbor. Like you know, he does the shrug, Jordan shrug when he pours it in. All right, I'll look up for that one. Uh, that's your senior tour major. Well, I don't know. Maybe talk more about that. Probably not. On the LPGA, we got a major next week. Most important week of the most uh, probably most prestigious major women's golf. So naturally, of course, we're doing the five day death march at Shadow Creek leading into it on the other side of the country in Las Vegas. Uh, this is the Bank of Hope LPGA match play Wednesday to Sunday. So that's starting as we record Shadow Creek, Las Vegas. Purse is one point five million. The defending champ is Allie Ewing. You might recall uh, barely just puttering and billowing in that final match, getting across the line uh, last year. Uh all other notables, Hannah Green, Aria Jutanagar, and Danielle Kane coming back. She's having back issues, but uh, testing it out this week. Jennifer Cupshow, Minji Lee, Gabby Lopez, So Yun Ru, and Ataya Titikul. This is uh, pool play is on Wednesday afternoon watch, 2 to 5 on Golf Channel, uh, 7 to 10 p.m. on Thursday and Friday. So you get a little primetime golf. And then wrapping up at 9.30 p.m. on Sunday. So five days of golf, pool play, Bracket play in the desert, 9.30 p.m. finish on Eastern time with a major in the Eastern time zone uh, next week. It's a, it's an awesome event. It is. Maybe not an awesome spot in the schedule, as you've alluded to. I think you've uh, you kind of sub- <laughs> subtly hammered that home. <laughs> made, that, um, made that case. One, right. one interesting note. Shan Shed Feng, not in the in the field this year. Yeah. So taking know, a so you yeah. have to be, deal with accusations. Didn't, of didn't want to play the third place, the meaningless third place match last year. <laughs> Just grenades lobbed at her. <laughs> so it'll be uh it's an awesome event, and they get good TV windows. There's a lot to like about this. The only thing the only thing that's not to like about this is a cool venue too. Um, is is when it is, and the fact that you have this right before a, a major championship, and it, making it worse is that the major championships on on the East Coast and going from West Coast to East Coast that's not easy. It's a, there's an adjustment yeah. there. Yeah, <clears throat> you're going from Central to West, so. It, it, doing it a little little easier i suppose all right uh so that i mean honestly though despite the shitty schedule primetime golf watching that at 9 30 you know pretty good spot for the lpga and, and golf fans on the european tour with the dp world tour uh dutch open that is bernardis golf at kromvoort the netherlands <coughs> the purse is 1.75 million euros the europe the, i'm getting texts from the european boys on the european tour love the dutch open as you can't uh, as you can imagine holland good place to drop in for the week everybody's having fun uh apparently the name of the town they're near is s hurtingobush 
Herdogijin Bosch. So S apostrophe, lowercase s apostrophe, Herdogijin Um, The defending champ is Christopher Broberg, notable RCB, Thomas, D- Thomas Dietrich, Ryan Fox, Nikolai Hogard, Rasmus Hogard, Guido Migliazzi, Thorb Jorn, the Piss Bear, Thomas Peters, and Bernd Wiesberger. This is a uh, coffee golf, 7.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Uh, uh, in the eastern United States. So, Dutch Open, apparently firm and fiery, I'm being told. Good golf course, they say. Firm and fiery. Um, all right. Other events, as you noted, NCAA, the, we have Oregon versus Stanford for the national team title. Rose Jane won the individual stroke play on whatever that was Monday. Uh, that's 5 to 9 p.m. So you got primetime golf and then the men's startup, what, starting Monday of next week, stroke play over the weekend, but on TV on Monday. So uh, good watch. Yeah, so. I think uh, obviously uh, also, oh, it, it, uh, with with the Stanford women, uh, we'll see what happens tonight. And a lot of people probably won't listen to this before that happens. But the uh, you know, this is a historically great college team, regardless of sports or sport. It is a. This is a tremendously talented team, and I think it's worth watching in, in, in terms of, you know, you might ne- never see a college golf team that's this good. Yeah, I know Lineup did that documentary deal on, on them. It's just really good. Uh, I don't know if you have time to watch that before the, the thing, but obviously that's more background on Stanford. I got to, I've been had the great fortune of having two women's amateur events nearby my house that I got to write up for Rose Jane wins and the women's am and the junior girls last year. So uh, obviously been familiar with her game. It's, it's not startling to see her immediately win the individual national title for sure. Uh, also in the corn Ferry tour, we have the NV five invitational, the Glen club, Glenview, yeah. you're fleeing town uh, as the corn Ferry tour boys come in. What's NV five. What do we know about that? Is that a Chicago company? I have company? no clue. Do we know Don't anything? Don't know anything. <laughs> okay. Technical engineering and consulting solutions. Nv five. Totally natural. Yeah, that's, that seems Intuitive. like golf company. Yeah. So, man, leading provider of professional technical engineering consulting solutions with strong management team of over two hundred years. God. All right. So that's in the, the I'm, I'm travel I'm traveling across the country with my dog so. and she's just got just awful gas. She's just smoking me out right now. That's terrible. <laughs> it's rough when you get in the uh-huh. car and she lets him lets him loose. Is there a fix for that? I don't know. She's been having this digestive issues and we're that we switched to this food that's like helping out. And uh and uh the gas, though, you know, the, the the digestive issues are better, but the gas is way worse. It's a real cost benefit analysis, you know, that we have to we have to hmm. come across. My wife wants to get a dog, and I, it's like I don't know. We got four kids. I don't think I need to add. None of them are going to be able. To, they'll say they want it, and then they won't help at all. And you're, you know, adding more to my argument for not getting one right now. Um, all right. What else do we have? Bryson WDs from Colonial. Smart, sensible. I don't know. Expected. He's not ready to play golf. Why know, does he keep registering for these courts. events? Like why? I don't. What? I don't know. Is it just so his name's in the in the news for the pip? That's not a bad theory. Not a bad theory. He's courtside at Mavs Warriors last night 
you know, sharing ample social media clips of, of the fact that he was. Do you, did the TikTok so, boys um, get courtside seats too? There were there were a bunch of meat sticks surrounding a couple. I don't know if all of the meat sticks, can the I, whole pack, got down there, but there were. Can a I ask you a question? Yeah. What do you think would be a worse courtside atmosphere, the Warriors Stadium, or the Ma- or Dallas and the Mavs? Warriors, for sure. I I don't think it's a it's a no brainer. Really. What's your Dallas theory? I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to annoy people. Dallas. <laughs> just gonna stop there. Okay. I just All Dallas right. is a place that you see a lot of All the right. you know the the balls hanging off off the big trucks. You know. <laughs> really? Okay. I didn't. Know. I I mean, this is like Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley just put the entire city of San Francisco on blast last night. Said it was a hellhole. <laughs> So we won't go that far and start popping entire metropolitan areas. But uh, all right, that does it for news. We have some Dallas sectional results for the USGA as that field starts to get going. You know, a uh, bunch of pros that that basically got through, and, and one amateur, Travis Vick. So oh, um, Michael Vick's Michael Vick's right. cousin. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm telling you. That's what Liv's approach might be. Find people with the same last name. I don't know if like Gary Nicholas is going to be in the field by the time that they get to Portland, but there's some amusing stuff happening, and you know the usual suspects that we expect. A lot of the older elderly euros and things like that. Uh, all right, uh, let's do a segment. We've talked about the LPGA major coming down the pike. We have the U.S. Women's Open at Pine Needles next week. You know, last year we did these Ion Olympics. You know, where you try to spotlight, eh, pen light, something like that. A little segment on some people or uh, women in the field. We had a good hit rate for that. We had Yuka Sasso, the eventual champion, thanks to Lexi's, your favorite, Lexi's sort of uh, sort of crumbling down the stretch. But Yuka was, a, it was Ion Olympic last week, last year. We had Yuka, like Megan Kane, Shan Shan was one of them. We did three or four or five. We don't have a good name for this. Ion Olympic work. We'll call this stars, stars at the sand hills, stars in the sand hills. You're in, you're in sand hills right now, but you know, uh, the Pinehurst area, Pine Needles, where it's held, is also the sand hills. We have dueling sand hills. We'll call this one stars in the sand hills or of the sand hills. And the first subject for next week's U.S. Women's Open will be Minji. Oh, Lee. you know, she's playing you know, this week. She's got a brother that's in the that's challenging. Uh, in Fort Worth. Challenging. Challenging. Yes. Um, she's got a brother. That's 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 a talking point. Obviously, Minji won the U.S. Girls Junior, while Min Wu won the U.S. Boys Ju- U.S. Junior. First brother duo sibling combo to ever do that. That's your first Minji Lee fact. Uh, this is not, you know, some unknown, unheralded up and comer. She is currently number one in the CME race, race to the globe or whatever. It's is called. that the, so Fourth she's number one? She's rankings. number one in the world rankings, the CME globe. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> she just won the Cognizant Founders Cup. That's the big deal. She's got seven career victories, 62 career top tens, top 10 player of the world. Very good talent, obviously. Elite talent, a super contender. She won a major. Allegedly, technically, the Amundi Evian Championship 
last uh, summer. It's kind of a major. I don't know. Is it, it's the players it of the of the women's tour. Sure, sure. But she'll be a contender um, at uh, Pine Needles. Absolutely. So she came up. Um, she was obviously a heralded amateur in Western Australia. In 2010, she won the Western Australia Am- Women's Am. 2011, she won the Honda Junior Masters, like eighty, like eight different amateur events. 2012, she's when she breaks through for the U.S. Girls Junior. That was at Lake Merced. 2013, she wins the Australian Women's Amateur, Australian Girls Amateur. 2014, she wins the Australian Women Amateur again. She's number one amateur player in the world. Uh, but golf, you know, wasn't always the priority. I, I found an old Western Australia article. When she was 14, they called her diminutive golfer, Minji Lee, may only be 14, but the modest high schooler is already beating women more than twice her age. Despite picking up a golf club for only the first time five years ago, she has rocketed into the top five of the national amateur ranks. Five years ago, she would have been nine. I don't think nine Nine? is like that late to pick up a club for the first time, right? A lot of times, you know, Gabby Ruffles, wasn't it like 50? I just... We tend to overhype when these amateur phenoms pick up a club for the first time. I feel like that's a phrase that appears in every story. But nine is fine. Nine's not that late. Anyways, that U.S. girls junior, Lake Merced, she was 16, lived in Perth. She was four, three down through 30 holes to Allison Lee and won the next four to win one up. So 36-hole final. She was three down through 30, beats Allison Lee on the road to that 2012 U.S. girls junior. She whooped up on Aria Jutanagarn. Lydia Ko and Aria were obviously in the field. They like ripped through the bracket, but then Minji Lee knocked off Aria. <clears throat> um, at, 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 and that was when like this superstardom really tried to take off. You win a USGA amateur. It's like, this is a big deal. Starts to gain more recognition in Australia. Uh, her coach, Richie Smith, said, golf is very important in our country, but we're searching for some superstars. We've had a lull and hopefully Minji will be our next big Seems- player. A lot of I did a lot of reading Australian articles. Seems Go like ahead. that's that's become true. She's become their superstar. Yeah, and, and reading a lot of the articles, they haven't had a lot of women's stars outside of Kari Webb, obviously, as one. But like there's a pretty significant lineage now of seems, men's stars. Seems like you're right? throwing um, castings and stones at just, Hannah Green and so, Sue O, you know? I'm not seems casting like, stones. Seems I'm just like saying you're, you're doing your usual. A, uh, hate, I hate Australia stick. Cone no, after the swim. I'm, I'm, this is from Australian sources. <laughs> no, this is from Australian sources where they're lamenting that the women's stars haven't like the the, the history hasn't matched with the men's. And Minji was sort of thought to be the next one after Kari Webb. Um, all right, so she turns pro. Uh, this is a 2015 article in Perth now by Glenn Quartermain. This is just more background on Minji. We know all her accolades. By the age of 10, she had turned her steely determination. So they talked about how she was really dedicated to the piano and school to golf. She would spend eight hours a day, up to eight hours a day, practicing at the course. Her mom, Clara Lee, I'd bring her to practice and she'd never say no. She was practicing because she wasn't practicing because someone told her to. She was practicing because she wanted to. When she was 11, she came to the attention of Richie Smith, who would become her coach. 
not because she looked good swinging the golf club. She came into Smith Academy at Millville Glades with a swing so wayward, it had her on course, quote, for a fairly significant injury. So he was like, I got to work with this girl. Uh, but she all, but Richie Smith also sensed in her something special. Of course, I'll say that now, but you know, maybe he did. Uh, but she said when she was, uh, when she did meet Smith, her swing was like all over the place. It was just, she would get results. She was getting results, but just had this kind of herky jerky mess of a swing that according to Smith had her on, on track for a bad injury. So she won two Australian women's AMs and back to back. Uh, and now the teen prodigy, this is 2015 is regarded as the future face of women's golf. She's been signed by IMG and this IMG, you know, Kevin Hopkins, IMG guy talks about all the potential. Uh, she's going to be a superstar. She's signed this, that, and the other. Uh, Webb, Kari Webb said she's got more talent in her little finger than I ever did at 17. Uh, Smith said, I'll take the conservative approach and say she is a potential world top 10 player. I'm not going to say she will get to number one. I think she got as high as number two. But I will say that she is the most prepared player on the tour. Technically, she is the better one of the better ones. Physically, she is probably the best. And emotionally, she is getting there. <clears throat> she would be, they thought she'd be like faster, right on, the, on a faster pace. But she broke her ankle falling out of a oh, golf no. cart, which is not a good, you know. I mean, another another sort of strike against golf yeah. carts, right? I mean, it, it adds an element of injury, right? It does a lot of things. Dad always yelling at you, don't drag your ankle. I know. Outside. I, I feel like that's <laughs> an international um, uh, tradition of people that grew up around golf is like hanging your foot out, uh, out the side. I don't know why you like to do it, but it's just yeah. there's something about it. It's not clear if that's how she broke her ankle, but the golf cart was involved. Her mom, Clara, and dad, Sunam, a spray painter by trade, are single-figure handicappers themselves. So I, I was like, what's a spray painter? Is that an Australia term for something, you know, that just doesn't, you know, translate to American? I asked an Australian source and they're like, it's a painter that uses spray paint. Simple as that. Or a graffiti artist. So I don't know. I guess the spray painter is, a, is an occupation. But her dad and mom were a player. Uh <clears throat> Her mom like talks about how hard she works all the time. She never gets emotional, throws clubs or whines. Um, and her mom goes, this is a big thing, this identity, where she's obviously her parents are from Korea, uh, but she was Australian and born in Australia. And here's her mom. I'm a bit different from other Korean parents who push their kids. Minji was born in Australia and she is Australian. I want her to decide what she wants. I always will give her the choice to decide what she wants to do. Uh, I'm with her. I want her to focus on her goals. But I want to make sure she is sleeping right, eating, all that. So her mom was like a driving range instructor, instructor backed off, but like kind of became her travel companion. Um, and so like, I mean, Australia is not the most, if you're going to become a high level pro, easy on the travel schedule, right? So they talk about how they're just away for months at a time going to America, Korea. Um, and so like she wouldn't see like her dad who stayed home with Min Woo. Uh, they wouldn't see each other for like months at a time because she had become such a high level amateur. Um, she a little bit more personal details. She's not keen on running. So I love that. So she tried to introduce herself to it, but you know, just not keen on running, but she is like apparently like a huge trainer. She pumps iron as much as the men uh, is what I read several times, but not keen on running. Uh, 
she's a boyfriend. This was 2015. Boyfriend is off the table. Quote, that is the least of my worries right now. Now, of course, that could have changed here six, seven years later, but <laughs> apparently the, the, the drive at, at 2015, least of my worries. Uh, she likes mixing it up with fashion. You know, she likes, you know, mixing a little showy dazzles is what she said. Uh, she goes, I don't go out and drink or anything. I go to the beach. I have a good chat. Golfers mature very quickly for some reason, but I leave that on the golf course. Everybody's got to be silly. So she tries not to be too serious off the golf course. Sometimes I think, I wonder what it's like to go to university and have that other life, but I chose this life and I'm happy with it. So again, this is sort of like the balance of a, a elite amateur, especially in Australia where you got to travel. Just a lot of, of reading about how much they were sacrificing in terms of being a, a teenager and, and obviously family time. Um, all right, so this is more on the Australian women's sort of the underwhelming sort of history. Martin Blake in The Age. I don't know, it's an Australian outlet. Quote, it's a somewhat sad reflection on sport that Minji Lee might hit number one in the world before she so much as turns a head in the street at home. Call her the invisible champion of Australia. She can't even pick up an Australian sponsor. The top-ranked golfer in this country is number two on the world rankings, and she plays plastered in the corporate logos of a strain of overseas companies right now, right down to the Hana on her cap, endorsing the big Korean bank. The Koreans have not been shy about celebrating her heritage as the daughter of two immigrants, Sunam and Clara, who moved to Perth from South Korea a couple of decades ago and had two children, you know, Minji and Moonwoo. Is it the media's lack of interest in women's golf, the fact that she plays overseas, or is it the awful notion that people don't realize that she's an Australian, despite being born in Perth and representing her country at various levels right up to the 2016 Olympic Games? Lee, Lee declined the fairly common Asian notion of anglicizing her first name for Western consumption, saying it reflected her heritage. My grandpa gave me that name, so we decided to keep it. It comes back to my roots. I'm Australian, but my parentage is Korean, so it's nice to have some part of that, even through my name. She does not whine about the lack of support from home. She just gets on with the job uh, with her jaunty walk, bright smiles, or bright clothes, and easy smile. If you think about it, all the successful Australian players, I don't think any of them have Australian sponsors. I guess it's pretty poor in that sense. So I don't know. I mean, this is a thing you hear about, you know, just with some of the purses and and I I, I guess now sponsorships, but Clearly, this was a bone to pick with this Martin Blake columnist. Uh, I think this was 2019 when she was number two in the world. Um, she became the first woman to win the Greg Norman medal as Australia's top golfer. Um, she won the she's royal. Uh, sorry, she, she hailed from Royal Fremantle Golf Club. Um, so a little bit more on her golf game. Her ball striking is pure, quote, a flusher, they call her. She's not long compared to, you know, Sun Hunt Park or area, but she's getting longer. Uh, and this was apparently like an issue, her driving distance from the start. Her coach, again, Richie Smith, we're talking about a little girl and she's operating against when she when he met her at 12. We're talking about a little girl and she's operating against a much higher level, trying to compete with these kids and beating them, but swinging quite swinging quite inefficiently, inefficiently in order to do so. So again, her swing was a mess, but somehow just getting wins at age 12 and, and 13. And then obviously she works with the swing coach and takes off. Um, at the golf course, she's a solitary figure with remarkable work, work ethic. And unlike Min Wu, this is a good quote from Min Wu, who is gregarious. She's more, you know, down the middle. 
Quote, Minwu, we describe it as, I'm a squiggly line and she's a very straight line trying to get to a destination. And we've seen that personality from Minwu Lee on, on sort of social media and certainly at the golf course. Um, and that's it. That's that's it. I'm going to leave it there. Obviously, she's number four ranked player in the world. Going to be a significant contender next week at Pine Needles. Just wanted to get a little bit more in on the re- recent winner, a major winner, supposedly, allegedly, and a top 10 player in the world. Minji Lee. So a big, big part, a, a phenom coming up, but identity, you know, as an Australian and Australian support, certainly a part of her story. So, all right, that does it for this Wednesday. You have anything else signing off? From, I'm, uh, I'm excited to not be on a, a little tape delay uh, next, next recording. So I'm excited to continue, continue my voyage West and, uh, you know, see, I'm going to be going through the Rockies, you know, all kinds of, uh, all kinds of fun stuff ahead. Was hard to was hard to get your interjections there when you're on a delay. I, that would have that would have gummed kind of had to sit on the sure. sidelines. You've you've All gone right. blank too. You know the the internet. I'm just happy we had internet to be honest. Yeah, can't complain. All right, everyone, enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll be back Friday with the oh, we have a great flashback coming on Friday about NCAA's. Good stuff coming on Friday. We'll talk to you then. <laughs>